Happy Coronacation, everyone. Today, we're talking about the upside of this slowdown of the world. Yeah. And we're also talking about the concept of resourcefulness. Yeah. Let's do it. This is Erin's show. She's, I've been wrapped up in a bunch of craziness with the markets, which has been interesting. Uh, and I haven't given, I've reflected on what's going on, but my focus and attention has definitely been elsewhere. Really? Yeah. So you haven't been able to really think about what you think. You've just been keeping everybody else informed. Yes. So I've been taking data points and what we actually do know and just trying to translate that to the general public. Uh, but as far, I have my own theories, definitely, about, you know, Corona vacation, and, but I want you to kick off. Really? Yeah. You're going to start with that? You're going to tease me? That yeah, you have your own is, thoughts? I want to hear yours. I don't want mine to... First of all, I just put on lip gloss because how nice is it to have an excuse to put on lip gloss and real clothes. This is the first time I haven't worn stretchy pants in. I can't tell you how long since we all started, I guess. I mean, I guess since last week, but yeah. it seems like a long time. It has. And we are aware that this is a devastating time for a lot of people. Uh, we are going to choose to focus on the positive, though. Yes. So we're not discounting or brushing off that a lot of businesses, a lot of people, a lot of elderly, uh, immunocompromised yeah, it is. Is that our suffering <laughs> word expert? <laughs> yeah, you're going to the expert. <laughs> so we're not going to pretend like, I mean, we are fully aware and conscious and thinking of those people. We are going to give this a positive spin because yeah. who needs another funny meme, you know, scary article? Let's just keep this joyful. Yeah, yeah. the world will go back to normal at some point. It's probably going to be a new normal, yeah. which you know, hopefully is a positive, like more hand sanitizer in the world, more public uh, transportation scrubbing down a little more often. Fewer handshakes. I don't know if, if I never shake someone's hand again, I don't know if I'm going to die any less happy. Yeah, I might. Right? I might. Really? I might. I'm bringing it back. I miss it. You're bringing handshakes back? <laughs> I'm bringing handshakes back. I mean, hugs seem yeah. actually more sanitary than handshakes. This is true. I'm definitely bringing hugs back. You are a hugger. I'm a hugger. But... <laughs> like lots of the bear. <laughs> so I have done a lot of reflecting. I've even gone through like a mini depression on Sunday where I was just like, it's like 9-11 in that it was too much news yeah. Friday and Saturday, too much no, overload, was. too many opinions on Facebook. And Sunday, I kind of hunkered down and really thought about everything. And I do think, since we're keeping this positive, I do think that, you know how when you go, 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 and sometimes you get sick and mm -hmm. it makes you stop and mm -hmm. that's the only thing that made you stop? Yeah. I think the world was too fast, and this is the yeah. illness that needed to slow the world down. I really do, especially I, our country. I, I agree with that. I feel like people had gotten into such cruise control of go, 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 where you hear it from your friends and family, like, I'm so busy. Right. And it's like, you know, there's a lot of people's take on when people say that to you. But the reality is maybe we all were a little too busy. We sure, for sure we were. And, you know, even when we do slow down, go camping, do things, like why does it have to be at such a level? Like let's fly to the beach and really decompress with our family. Why can't it be let's just decompress at home 
where we're not all on our technology the whole time. Um, so those are the things I've been reflecting on mm -hmm. is because I historically have been like, I need to calm down. I need to go to a cabin in the woods, uh, you know, spend a couple thousand dollars on a cabin and just relax. And then you get there and you're on your phone playing solitaire the whole time. I mean, we are still all on our phones. Yes. But we're not running to sports practice. Yeah. We're not running to restaurants. We're not distracting ourselves. From each other because we're all we have. Right. Well, so I think it's been great to keep everybody literally grounded and together. It's been fantastic for our marriage. Yeah. So I am no longer up. Oh, no cookie dough. No cookie dough. I bribed our littlest with cookie dough if she doesn't interrupt our podcast. So yeah. sometimes I have to and remind. She's trying to, she's trying to make us laugh behind the, the camera. Of the bribe. Um, you know, don't judge me. Or do. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. We really judge me care. from six feet away. <laughs> so it's been great for our marriage. So yeah. I have not been keeping up with my morning routine just because since there aren't children to get out the door at 7 a.m. like yeah. I normally have, there isn't that. And so even though... And in the world, since business, like our business is as usual, but it's still slower because everybody is taking a minute to yeah. figure this out. So I'm not getting up at five like I was. I'm taking the time to sleep. And that means that I am awake after the kids are in bed. This to, is new. So we've had an hour to two to watch a show together. And yeah. it's been one of the best things yeah, for our marriage. Yeah, it's been good. What show really? are we watching? You know what? I might want to watch. So my friend Brandy. No, which one have oh, we oh, been we've, watching? Oh, we've been watching Love is Blind. I thought, oh, you're quizzing me on camera. Okay. Well, I, I thought you were really saying, what are we? I know the name. I keep forgetting So we've name. been watching Love is Blind, which it's is. interesting. But what I was going to say is my friend Brandy, uh, who owns Flues Brothers Chimney Service, uh, she recommended a show explained about actually about a pandemic but that came out before COVID-19 so I, when we want to change it up I kind of want to watch yeah. that and you want us to watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And we did watch The Greatest Showman I wanted to watch that so I'm not a TV person at all but this is forcing us to have a nightly date. Yeah. After everything. <laughs> that smile. <laughs> I mean how great has it been? It's been awesome. We're like cuddling. Yeah. Like we're dating. Yeah. Like we have our like our little spot on the couch <laughs> and Hannah knows like, okay, like puzzles are over for the day. I mean, yeah. she's awake, but whatever. Yeah. So yeah, we've been watching Love is Blind, which <laughs> a lot of people are watching Love is Blind. Yeah. So I've been talking a lot. You, you talk. Yeah. I just, you know, is this is now a perfect time to re-engage with family activities that are outside of technology maybe. Because, like I said, the world was spinning so fast. Everybody was go, go, go. You were spending time, but it might not have been quality time. And by no means am I saying, like, you need to be the perfect parent all the time. Um, this is still a hard time. Our child is watching a lot of TV right now. But I'm also, I have to recognize that it's my job to say, hey, you want to go throw a lacrosse ball? You want to go for a bike ride? Instead of just being wrapped up in my own world. And it's important to take these, take this opportunity to realize like, holy cow, the world's a scary place sometimes. Right now, I'd say is one of those times. What's important to you? What is truly important to you? Is it staying up to date on what everybody else is doing on Facebook and how they're dealing with it or the arguments on the local community page, which are off the charts. Oh, and stay away from mom's pages because the judginess is off the charts. And I think yeah. we should all stay inside too, but just like the mom's pages are the worst. And I'm just like. Yeah. 
people are all going to do this very differently. I go back to, I always think of when people, the government tells Americans not to do something, they can't wait to do the complete opposite. And that's because we are cavalier in our nature. We're Americans. We're Americans. That's why they, uh, the other countries call us, uh, you know, cowboys, because that's the way they think of us is that we're not going to always fall in line. Now, definitely listen to your doctors, listen to the national scientists, yada, yada, yada. But be careful what you see on Facebook because there's a lot of misinformation out there right now. And how much you're consuming. I mean, yeah. there's no reason to sit all day on Facebook and just consume the hysteria, yeah. right? It just takes you to a whole nother level that the world really is gloomy. Uh, we've been taking family bike rides. Uh, you know, I have to stay up with the news a good bit, but you know, I'm already starting. I took a pause for like four hours today. I'm going to about the, right when we're done with this, it's coming right back on for the final hour, but there's really not a lot that's going to happen in a split second. It's not going to happen today. We need two weeks. All right. Uh, the markets need two weeks. The economy needs two weeks. The world needs two weeks just to take a deep breath and recover. And it might take longer and we're just going to have to, you know, roll with the punches. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry, Parker. We're not, we're, we're going to keep going a little bit longer. Thank you. We're almost done. Um, we're almost done. Probably not. <laughs> um, so that's we're, it's, day two. It's been a, it's not we're, day two. It's, we're being told. It's day four because yeah, Saturday and Sunday four. were real days. They might've been a weekend, but they were still days. Yeah of quarantine but i think there's a progression i think there was total fear and disbelief over the weekend mm -hmm. moving into shock still yeah and then now it's tuesday so you have a lot of people who are out of work you have a lot of people who are working from home yeah you have a lot of people who don't have children home who have children home or have had to make childcare arrangements so i think the rest of this week is going to be getting used to the new normal. I mean, no longer is it like, oh, sorry, there's my kid in the background. It's kind of like my, my kid, kid is kind of required to be here. Yeah. And I, so to your point with taking the time being like, do you want to throw the lacrosse ball? I've seen a lot of people post rigid schedules that they're trying to stick to because now there are a few million more homeschoolers than there were last week. <laughs> and we homeschooled Hannah for a year and a half, mainly yeah. me. I homeschooled yeah. Hannah when she was in second grade. So I know that it's really easy to be like, I'm gonna just do school here. And that's not realistic to just no. recreate school. Also just like, let them have a little break. I mean, they haven't had any, in Maryland, we haven't had any snow days. No. And in Maryland, we don't have really have a spring break beyond Good Friday and Easter Monday. So I'm kind of taking it like, their brains are not yeah. gonna melt if they don't do a whole lot of school. Yeah. That said, they do need a change up from TV. Parker watches a lot of TV anyway. Yeah. I mean, coronavirus or no coronavirus, like she watches a lot of TV. She does her job. She, both our children are good students. We're pretty liberal with screen time. Yeah. But I'm using it as the rhythm. I need to get through something at work. And then when I'm at the end of something, then that's where it, it's up to me. It's mm -hmm. not oh, it's 10 o'clock, it's time for you to do something because that's going to take me away from my yeah. work that I have mm -hmm. to do. I'm waiting until I'm done my rhythm and then being like, okay, like I, I'm setting the stage, which, mm -hmm. I, which I feel like is less stressful than sticking to a clock. Mm -hmm. Just my two cents. Well, I agree with the downtime for the kids and I'm fine if Parker and Hannah completely veg out for these two weeks because if 
I feel when we go on vacation with the kids and we're all unplugged, that's when the kids get real world educations also. To, you know, like we'll let them handle money where they're checking out at the register more. We'll, we'll teach them real live uh, outdoor skills because there's book smart and then there's street smarts. Mm-hmm. And I take these opportunities that I don't need a rigid schedule of like, oh, we're doing our math homework right now right. or we're doing our reading. I, it's on me as a parent to say, what education can I teach them that's street smart education? Right. That's not going to feel like school at all. It's more one of those things like, hey, we got to go to the grocery store. We only have $25. What is the thing we have to buy? Um, Right. And we're trying to teach them that even when they're in full-time school. Exactly. But for me, I'm not worried about their continued education at home that much. I want them to have fun, be kids, not realize like how crazy things may seem out there, you know. Because they can't even have play dates. Yeah. I mean, we're keeping things like maybe within our neighborhood community, yeah. but we're not getting together with friends. I think mm-hmm. everyone's feeling like that's the most prudent thing to do. We have done worksheets. Like I did start printing off some things that were sent home. But as a former homeschooler, you do realize when you homeschool how much time is wasted in the regular school, in the traditional yeah. school system with lining kids up, waiting for everybody else to finish. It doesn't, you don't have to be teaching your children for six hours a day. Mm-mm. for them to get what they need. So yeah. that's my two cents on that. Um, but the other topic I wanted to talk about is resourcefulness because as a business owner for 13 years, solely a business owner for five and a half years, business owners are forced to be resourceful. Mm-hmm. I mean, so basically without resourcefulness you don't i mean when you when you're solely employed and you get paid by someone else you're depending on that system or that employer i have the unfortunate experience that actually turned into a fortunate experience of my parents as we discussed in another episode they basically told me i didn't have a choice i was worthless if i was going if i wasn't going to college like there was yeah. no option you're going no matter what but I wasn't necessarily given the tools to fund college on my own. And then surprise, my parents mm-hmm. separated after my first semester in college and told me, basically, we can't get along enough to agree on paying for your college. So not only do you have to stay in college, but you have to pay for it. And, <laughs> and so they did it. There was, and, you know, I, I was 18 years old. So I just wasn't, I didn't have the tools or even the know-how to, okay, now I have to pay for $10,000 a year. Luckily, it was Maryland. It was an in-state school. It wasn't that expensive. But that kind of gave me, it colored my perspective from that point forward to never rely on anybody Mm -hmm. or anything. Yes. And it's sad and it's unfortunate, but through anything, I've never depend. I've never wanted to depend on an employer. Yes. I've never wanted to depend on a person. I mean, you know, you and I are partners because we want to be partners, not because <laughs> I've ever wanted to depend. No, she's made that very, <laughs> very clear. <laughs> it takes a confident man to be with me. So, because you know, it's and there have been times that where I haven't had to work. I, probably the majority of our relationship because you know, you you could have funded our life together, but I've never depended on anyone. And so now what's interesting with this whole crisis is it's the resourceful ones who are going to rise above. You have to be resourceful. Nobody's coming. Nobody's coming to rescue you. Nope. Nobody is, is nobody owes you anything. 
Yes. And that's a, an attitude I developed when that all yeah. happened. Nobody owes you a job. Nobody owes you money. Exactly. So I think that falls big time into American entrepreneurism, where that's the attitude. And that's where I think you see, you know, the Mark Cubans of the world, they're already stepping up and they're going to help where they can help. But, you know, nobody's stepping up to help Mark Cuban. There's so many independents. Facebook announced today that they were going to give $100 billion to help small businesses. You know, the point is America is resilient and they are the entrepreneurs have an attitude of we're going to make this happen. And then the employees side of America, we're hearing the news and we're going immediately to the downside of, well, I could lose my job. Right. What, if, or, yes. what will happen if my you, company shuts down? If my company shuts down. So when I think of it from that side, I get, I go to a dark place. Like, wow, the dominoes could quickly fall. But then I always remember, I saw this great CEO speak and he was just talking about American uh, you know, busting out of the seams with innovation, busting out with entrepreneurs that are looking for this American dream. And when you think of it from that perspective, America, who we are, we are such go-getters. And even if you're in corporate America and you get laid off and you have that go-getter attitude, you might create the business that you've always wanted. Mm -hmm. uh, some of uh, my friends that have done really well in business by themselves, their story always starts off with they were laid off from their right. corporate American Something job. Something bad happened. So, Parker and your pouty face, girl. <laughs> Is it five o'clock yet? <laughs> almost. So, where I'm seeing it, no cookie dough? Okay, almost. <laughs> How many times have I said cookie dough in this episode? This is fun. I like like torturing her with the cookie. Yeah, yeah. well, you know, but if I if we hear whimpering <laughs> on the show, we can't we can't have it. But where I'm seeing resourcefulness is gyms are, have now shut down. Uh, we see dance studios, gyms, they've shut down, but they're having their classes online. Yeah. Yeah. And there are people who are paying dues to go to those gyms and those dance studios and they can still take advantage of those services yeah. online whereas i don't pay to go to that gym so i can't you know they're basically able to still service their paying clients yes online it takes a little bit more people have to be more self-sufficient to actually yeah. do the the exercise but i went to rise business in november and rachel hollis said if you still have a brick and mortar shop the internet will eat will eat your lunch yeah and it's true so now we still have the internet mm-hmm you know, we still have, we still have delivery. We still have, I'm, mean, trying, to, now. I'm trying to think if uh, bars are going to have like, come drink with me parties online. Yes. Well, and I was talking to the owner of one of my client restaurants and they, I didn't fully understand because I'm not in the restaurant industry. We do books for restaurants, but they're giving out, they're making some law where you can actually carry out liquor. Very good. Yeah, they're looking for ways to and, Patty's Day. and I think the American people want to support all their local restaurants uh, and hopefully they will be able to in a safe way. But that's I think the government also knows it's an election year and I think everybody's getting bailed out. Um, you know, the restaurant owners, the airlines, the bar owners, and then their employees are going to get bailed out because 
you know, this is unheard of and it's a biological crisis that nobody's at fault. It's not like restaurant owners were like, you know, doing the wrong thing. There's no bad guy. There's no natural disaster. Yeah. So it's just very, and I think because of that and because it's all election year, at the end of the day, everybody gets bailed out. Everybody gets bailed out, but the resourceful ones who were resourceful before all this will rise above. So look at DoorDash. I know. They were ahead of the curve. Yep. Look at all internet businesses. Look at look at all work from home businesses. The resourceful ones before this will stay and, and come out on top. Yes. I agree with that. So what are you doing in your business to get away from the news? What are you doing to keep things moving? And once the new normal is established, what are you doing to make sure that you have more streams of income than maybe the one that yeah. just suffered. Like, I mean, if, if you have a service business, how can you add a product to that? How can you add an experience to that? You know, multiple streams so that if one shuts down. Yeah, multiple sources of income. Right. So that's my thing is, is be resourceful. Figure out what what's going to be needed in this next phase of recovery. Yes. What Because there are so many businesses that have yet to be started because we have a new need now. Yeah, this for is true. recovery and Flaherty Solutions is a bookkeeping franchise and we haven't stopped getting sales calls. So Good aside, time. so people still need to file taxes, people still need financial reporting and we still have hundreds of territories for sale in the US and it's a completely home-based business. Boom. So that's all I got. That's all I got. And I can't wait for next week when we get even more news. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait for date night. That's what I thought you were going to say. I can't, can't wait to date, date tonight. Night. This is true. It's so nice to, just, you know, I'm, I'm also taking this as a slowdown. I'm one of those people that needs to slow down. Yes. And I think I'm doing a, <laughs> you a good doing job. A great I'm job. definitely doing quarantine eating more in the past, the first yeah. few days. Um, I'm not hungry. This really? could be like the news nervous diet. Like I, I'm starting a new <laughs> diet. It's called the news has scared the hunger away. You'll be like um, Fat Bastard in <laughs> Austin Powers where he went on the Jared diet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it was like the Corona diet. Yeah. <laughs> I just compared I was, you to Fat Bastard. I know. I was, uh, <laughs> I'm going to remember that for date night. You'll get over it. <laughs> But no, I like, it's weird. I think I've just consumed too much news yeah. and that's just been like, and now I'm like, why am I even listening? Like, I know America is going to like come roaring back and, but it's captivating. They're doing a really good job of making everybody feel panicked. We've all, ex- I think the hardest was like two days ago Yeah. when it was still like, how bad is this? And then now everyone knows. I mean, if you yeah. go online and people are like, you guys, you have to, you have to stay six feet away from people. It's like, yeah, like. Everybody That's knows. so last week, right? <laughs> but now everyone is used to the, they're, I think they're coming to terms with the fact that these kids might not go back to school this year. Yeah. I think most people realize like that's a very real possibility. So now we can go, okay. Yeah. If that's the worst case, hopefully it's the worst case, then what do we do now? Like what do we, how do we move forward? Yeah. How do we keep doing our work? Haven't even thought about it. I'm taking it day by day. I find out so much about you on the podcast. That's right. This is like pre-date night. I love it. (laughs) So 
find some normalcy, find some sweetness, bring some Paris to your house, you know, get a croissant, get oh, some okay. wine, <laughs> have a date. Stock have, up on wine we love in case it runs out. with our family, even though we've been doing one for like three weeks. Yeah, we're done with puzzles for a while. Anyway, we're wrapping it up, folks. We hope you stay safe, wash your hands, and keep your distance. See you soon. Bye.